Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. Good morning. Today, I'm going to talk about something a little different, how to build attraction, okay? Like when you first start dating someone, you want to know how to build that attraction to keep them interested. And this is something that a lot of people do all wrong. Like generally, when you first start talking to someone, you know, they may see a picture of you. We're talking about generally when you meet them online, right? And, you know, obviously if they want to go out with you or they want to meet you for that first date, there's already that attraction there if they like your picture. And especially when it comes to men to women, men are very visual creatures. You know, they're not going to go out with somebody unless they like what they see, okay? So if they've, if he's seen your picture, and this goes for anybody really, If they've seen your picture and they're liking what they see, the next thing is that you have those conversations before you meet for that first date. You get to know that person. You spend an hour on the phone with them, you know, each day getting to know them. And then after about five to 10 conversations, you go and you meet that person. Now, when you go meet that person on that date, number one, You do not want to meet somebody at their place and you don't want them coming to your place. Not in the beginning because what's going to happen is you got the bedroom right down the hallway and there's that temptation and it's, it's going to bring that awkwardness. And if you're looking for something more than a hookup, you need to meet someone at a public place and also for your own safety because you really don't know somebody in the beginning. It takes time to to get to know somebody. So the thing is, you set up a public place, which most people, we all know this, right? And you go and you meet them maybe for a cup of coffee, a drink, you know, you go get ice cream or you do something because we're dealing with this COVID thing. There's not a lot you can do. But when you go on your date, number one, you want to look nice, You want to look, you know, put together. You want to have good personal hygiene. But the thing is, you don't, you want to look sexy, but you don't want to look over the top. Okay. See, the thing, the thing is, there's a fine line in attraction. And this is a problem that a lot of women, um, what happens with them? Generally, they go with the attraction And the man is generally attracted and he moves fast. If he's liking what he's seeing and he's very 
sexually attracted to you, a lot of times they want to move fast. But see, that's where you have to kind of, you got to pull back a little bit because if you move, if you go with it, And it's like you go on the first date, you have a nice date, and then the next date, it's like, okay, you come into my place or I'm coming to your place. It's going to move fast. And when it moves fast, it burns out fast. You have to have enough invested with the person to make it last and keep that attraction going. You want to be the reason that that person picks up the phone every morning and texts you or calls you because you're bringing a smile to their face. And the thing is, it's not just by that sexual gratification. That's where a lot of women screw up because they build that sexual attraction It moves really fast and it burns out fast. They already got what they wanted. There's Once they get what they wanted and let's say you sleep with the person right away, what happens is the person has nothing more to work for to, to attain you. There's no more reason to really text you after that unless they're really looking for something like a booty call or something. Or just to talk, but they may still talk to you after that, but their level of interest goes down. Why does it go down? Because there's got to be something more, all right? Sex is everywhere. You could get sex anywhere. And it's not about, a lot of people think, oh, you know, I'm like a hot looking girl and everything. I got news for you. There's hot looking women all over the place. So you have to have something different. You have to have something different that you offer that person. And I'm not talking about financial or materialistic things that you offer them. I mean, a reason to make that person smile. How to keep the attraction going. The way you keep the attraction going, okay? And I'm going to talk, you know, a little bit about like first dates and in the beginning dating. Is when you meet this person, you want to ask that person a lot of questions about themselves. Because generally people love to talk about themselves. And you want to get that person where they're laughing, where you're having a good time, where you're joking about things, because that's what people remember. They remember if you make them smile. You know, anybody could go on a first date. If you go out on a first date and you're sitting there and it's like, okay, what do you do for a living? Oh, that's nice. That sounds interesting. How many siblings do you have? I mean, it's it's just too mundane to the point where it's very it it's very boring. And the last thing that you want to do is have a date or build attraction where it's boring. People don't want to be with somebody that's just a run-of-the-mill Joe. They want somebody that that has a spark that has personality, that's fun to be with. I don't care who it is, whether it's men to women, women to men, partner to partner. The reason that that person wants to be around you is because you lift that person up. Not that you, you know, it's just like going to a business meeting. Anybody could go meet someone and have conversation with that person. But in a sense, you guys, you have to sell yourself. 
And the way that you sell yourself and the way that you build that attraction, all right, is that you have to find out what that person is about and you have to spark their interest by, let's say they're interested in cars. You have to ask them about that. Once you ask somebody what they're interested in and find out what their hobbies are, and then you get into it and you start asking questions and you're showing them interest that you want to know more about them, what their interests are, what they like to do, you're going to have them spark more interest in you because then they're going to feel comfortable. And that's the other thing too. People want to be around people they feel comfortable with. You know, when I was dating, a lot of a lot of guys used to say to me, oh, I love talking to you. You know, you're so down to earth. I feel so comfortable with you. And that's really important because if they feel comfortable with you, they're going to be, they're going to want to be around you more. The other thing is you don't want to be judgmental. You don't want to come off with a rough edge. If somebody says something that you don't like, you don't want to come back with a flippant answer and be like, well, I wouldn't take that shit, okay? Or if you come off hard or brassy in any manner whatsoever, you're going to pretty much turn off that other person. So it, whatever they say, what you do is you make a mental note of that and you, you know, you're pretty much, you're kind of in a way interviewing them to see how they are out in public, but you don't need to project all of your opinions. You don't need when you go out on that date to tell that date every single detail about you in the beginning. As a matter of fact, in the beginning, you don't want to talk about your exes too much. You don't want to get into the nitty gritty. You don't want to sit there and say, oh yeah, my ex cheated on me and everything like that. And he ghosted all the time. And you know, he was a liar. He was a cheater. And I'm done with all these men and you know, everything like that. I mean, you're going to come off like Debbie Downer, Miss Negativity, and I got news for you. Nobody wants to be around that. And the other thing, too, is when you start talking like that, he's going to say to himself, wow, if her ex could get over on her and he was cheating on her and she still stayed with him, she might be easy to cheat on. So you're, you're, you're pretty much showing your hand. You're letting that guy know that you got somebody played you and somebody got over on you. And if he's the type that's a player, he's going to say to himself, oh, if he could get over on her, I'll be able to get over on her easily. So you don't want to open up to these people in the beginning. Okay, and remember, whatever you tell them in the beginning, they're going to remember that and you can't take it back. So you have to be very careful on what you tell them. You want to talk about positivity. You want to be positive. You don't want to sit there and, and talk somebody's ear off and go into every little detail about your life and bore them with it. Because also another thing too, a lot of, when you go out on a date, a lot of men don't want to hear about your exes. Most of them don't want to hear about it, okay? So stop divulging every single, you know, disaster ex you had when you go out on the first date. That is not building attraction. Now, when you go out on the date, obviously, you want to look good. You don't have to go out and, you know, be a supermodel, 
But you want to make sure that you put your best foot forward. You want to be the best version of you when you meet that person. Okay. And the thing is, they should also be making an effort as well as to asking you questions about yourself and not just, boy, baby, you look sexy tonight. Mm, The things I want to do to you. How about you and I come back to my place and stuff like that. If you're dealing with somebody that's moving fast like that, that is a red flag and you got to, you got to check that person and you have to just kind of let them know, you know, I'm trying to get to know you, you know, I'm not moving fast like that. If that's something that you're looking for, you know, I may not be the right one. And a lot of times they'll be like, no, 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 no. Cause they realize that they, they messed up and they're like, oh no, 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 no. I want to get to know you. I went, okay, okay. Well then, you know, because they will test you to see how far they can get with you. They will test you. And the way they test you is they're going to try to push you to get you to their place or they're going to want to come to your place. This is what they do. And then the other thing is they may you may be dealing with somebody when you're dating them that is ordering the drinks one after another, after another, after another. You got to keep yourself in check. You got to make sure that you don't over drink when you go out. Now, I know people get nervous and they drink a lot, you know, because they want to loosen up and everything like that. But if you don't stay in control, you may end up doing something you'll regret the next day. And this happens all the time. I get women that contact me that met a a guy. They say, oh, he was a great guy in the beginning. You know, he was calling me all the time. We went out on the date and we were laughing and having a good time and we were drinking at the table and everything like that. And, you know, it just felt so right. He's telling me how much he's into me. And, uh, you know, I went back to his place and, uh, yeah, I did sleep with him and everything like that, you know, because I drank too much. Okay. This is why I tell you. And then the next day he doesn't call her. And then he calls her maybe two weeks later or a couple days later. And the interest is down. He calls her up because he's just looking to hit it. Now she's, now she's moved into the second category, the category of the booty call chick that he's going to call when it's convenient for him. All right. He's not going to take her seriously. Very rarely, you guys, very, I mean, I have heard rare occasions where people have slept with the person the first date and they've ended up together, but very rarely. A lot of men will tell you that if she's sleeping with me right away, the first thing that goes into their mind is she's sleeping with a lot of guys, all right? And if he, if you're, you're looking for a boyfriend or something like that, all right, he doesn't want a chick that's been with, uh, that goes out on first dates and has slept with somebody on the first date. So you got to, you got to be smart about it. And plus, you don't know who this person is, where they've been. We're in a COVID society where you have to wor- worry about catching the virus or catching other things. So you want to take your time with somebody. You don't want to get used. So when you go out on the date, you have to make sure you don't drink too much. And if you find that you're drinking, you have to slow it down and drink water in between or eat something. You have to stay in control, Because if you don't, 
you're going to pay for it later and do something that you're going to regret later and you're going to screw up what could be a potentially decent relationship because you moved too fast. This is why I say, and I got an episode on this, you guys, a podcast episode where I talk about do not move fast. When it moves fast, it burns out fast. When it starts with sex, it ends with sex. And this is what a lot of women do. They think, oh, well, you know what? If I'm really good and I sleep with him and I know how to give him that good mm-mm-mm sex, he's going to want me. He's going to want me to be your, my, his girlfriend. And everything. No, no. Let me stop you right there. No, he's going to want you to bang you, but he's not going to want you for the long term. All right. Because, because in order to keep that interest going, in order to keep that attraction going, you have to have more than sex with somebody that I talk about this all the time. You have to have that internal emotional connection. You have to be that person's safe haven. You have to be that person that they call when they have a problem and they need to talk to somebody. You have to be that person that they can cry to, that they can open up to, that they could be vulnerable to. Now, you got to ask yourself, are you that person? Take the sex out of it. We're just going to take the sex part out of it. And you're going to look at the relationship you have with that person you're dating. Do they look at you as somebody that they could really open up to? Do they look at you as somebody that they could come to you for advice or that you are their support system and you're able to build that person up whether it's offering them ideas in their career, let's say they're trying to get ahead in business and they're they're hitting a roadblock and you're talking to them and you're offering them suggestions on you know, well I really think you need to do this or you need to market that, you know, and they know that you know what? You're you're a resource for them that they cannot live without. And you guys, this is the key. This is the key to keeping somebody really attracted to you and interested in you is that you are their rock. You are the person that they can rely on and 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 fall back on and you are a a strong individual. Now, a lot of people will say well, you know, I did that for him. You know, I was always there for him and I used to give him money and I used to do everything for him and he still left me for somebody else, okay? Now, that's the other extreme. That's somebody that gave too much and that's another thing I wanna touch upon. If you're with somebody, you're dating somebody, you're getting to know somebody and you give too much, you now, sometimes you could be put into the doormat category. I'm going to call them the doormat category. And it's not that you're a doormat, okay? A lot of times you could just be a very nice, very generous person. But when you give too much, like for example, if you're giving somebody money or doing something like that, it's almost like a sign of desperation. You're so desperate to keep that person, you're willing to give them money. Okay. And stuff like that. I mean, unless you're in a situation 
where you're engaged and you're married and you're really at that level, if you're in the beginning of dating somebody and you're like offering to give them money or offering to pay for every date, you are saying, I am desperate across your forehead, okay? Because they're saying to themselves, wow, you know, I really got this person. I really got this person. This person is willing to put their hand in their pocket for me. So I must be the best thing that came into their life. And you guys, when they think that you think that they are the best thing that came into their life, that's when they have the upper hand. That's when they think that they got you. And that's when their interest goes back a little bit. I mean, they'll still be interested in you because you're offering another resource, but you as a person, they're going to say, she must not be able to get somebody else because look what she's doing. Looks what she's doing for me. Okay. So it shows a little bit of desperation, but basically I wanted to talk about just basic attraction. The other thing I, I, I wanted to touch upon is the fact that, you know, A lot of people talk about, oh, you need to have the guy chase you. You need to have the guy chase you. Well, yeah, I am a believer, okay? I'm I'm like old school, you guys, all right? And people say, oh, that's old school, that's old school. Well, you know what? I hate to tell you, old school got treated better than new school. Just ask anybody. Old school was taken out on nice dates, not meeting somebody, you know, in a hotel or, or having somebody come over your house and have to cook for them. So you make the decision on that. But what I'm trying to say is, the point I'm trying to make is, you know, you want somebody that, what I'm saying is you want somebody that pursues you, okay? The men are the hunters. You are the prize. And there's so many women that don't get that. There's so many women that say, oh, well, that's old fashioned and everything like that. Well, you know what? Go ahead. Don't take my advice. Use your own judgment. Go blow up his phone with texts. Go call him and try to pin him down every weekend. And then let me contact me in a few weeks and let me know how he's treating you. Okay. He may still keep you around in his life, but you're just going to be a convenience, not a want. Why? Because you're always there and you're always you're showing desperation. Now, you know, they talk about, oh, you know, um, you can't you. There's also the other extreme, too, where you don't want some, you don't want to feel like, well, you know, he's got to do this and he's got to chase me down and everything like that. And, you know, I he's got to send me 20 texts a day and everything like that. You can't expect too much either, you guys, because we're not living in the same world we were living in five years ago. It's a different ball game. And what I mean by that is this. We all know there's plenty of options out there. So they're not going to break your door down unless you are something that is extraordinarily different, okay? Like you could offer them something that maybe somebody else can't, which might be financial, okay? As far as sex, they can get sex anywhere. Sex is a dime a dozen on these dating apps. So just because you're a gorgeous girl and you're sexy, that's not enough, 
That's not enough. And and you sit there and if you listen to relationship coaches that say, oh, well, you know, he needs to chase you down, chase you down, chase you down. Nobody is going to do at some point. They're going to say, you know what? This is not worth it. Yeah, she's an attractive girl and everything like that. But you know what? There's thousands of attractive women out there. So you got to have something different. You got to have that other attraction going. You have to have that personality that keeps them coming back for more, coming back for more. And the, the thing is, there is a fine line with that, okay? And this is where everybody misses the mark. The fine line is how much interest do you show someone and how much do you not? You show them the same amount of interest they show you. But if you want somebody to keep coming back, you got to make that person happy. When you talk to that person, you got to lift that person up. You have to try not to, to have boring conversations. And I know that's hard. That is really hard because a lot of people, they you know, they get used to somebody and they're dating somebody and the person after a while gets bored. This is the other problem. People get bored. And when they get bored, they're like, that's when they want to look for something else. That's when they start talking to other people or dating other people because they start to get bored. So you want to, it's, and it's very hard. You got to keep that interest going. And usually it will keep going if you and that person have like a commonality where you, you like the same things and you could talk about the same things. You have similar interests. For instance, for instance, let's say you're both into football and you could sit there and talk about football and get into things like that. Or you both went through certain kind of hardships in your childhood that you both can relate to. See, now you're you're touching somebody's soul. Now you're really, you know, you're building that inner attraction because you don't just like the person because you're sexually attracted and, and you know, you just want to hit it in the bedroom. Yeah, that's all great and everything, but that's not going to keep the person. You have to touch somebody's soul. You have to have, they, they've got to feel that, that safeness with you, that comfortness with you. And the thing is, you don't want anybody to get too comfortable either. Because, you know, you don't want somebody that you're their therapist either that just calls you up and they feel comfortable talking to you. But then, you know, you find that you're one of their options. And that happens because a lot of times you could become too available. You can't always give everything right away. You have to hold back a little bit. You got to have them where they keep coming back for more, that you have something that they want. They want more and more and more of you because you didn't just give it all to them in the beginning. And I don't just mean, I'm not just talking about the sex. I'm talking about, you know, a lot of times in the beginning, they're coming on strong a lot of them are love bombing you and you go along with it. Yeah, you know, love you too. Love you too. Yeah, baby. Start calling baby to each other right away and everything like that. And then they get to a point where they're like, ah, I got this girl. 
I got this girl, okay? Look at her. She takes my call every time. She's always available. I could call her any time of the night and she's there. That's when people start to get taken for granted. And that's why a lot of coaches too, that's why they tell you, you got to have your own life. If you're always like sitting on the sidelines, waiting around for that person, that's when people will take you for granted. But if they know that you're a busy person, that you have your own life, but you want to make time for them. But, you know, if things don't work out for them, you still have, you know, things going on. That is what will attract them to you. Okay, so that's how you keep the attraction going. You guys make them happy. If you make the person that you're dating happy by having fun with them, you know, going out, doing different things with them, doing different activities with them, laughing with them on the phone all the time, you know, not being overly uh, desperate or too available, that's how you keep them coming back for more, okay? And the other thing is too, you don't want to pressure anybody, and especially when it comes to men to women. If you sit there and you've dated somebody, and, you know, you want to pressure them, you know, what are we? The what are we conversation? Are, are, are you my boyfriend? Like if you pressure somebody, that is, you know, you take it, your power goes to zero. All right. It should just flow naturally. If somebody is really feeling you, if somebody really likes you, they're going to lock you down. Believe me when I tell you. Okay, they are going to lock you down and they are not going to want you dating other people. They're going to make it known. So you should not be pressuring them, you know, with the quote unquote, you know, what's our title? What's our status? If they're not bringing that up, then you leave your doors open and you keep your options open. And that's it. You, you know, then, then you start to, you know, you back off a little bit and you start to see other people and you let that person know you're not so available and it's going to bother them. It's going to bother them because they're going to be wondering where you are, what you're doing. And you, you know, that's when you're just like, listen, you know, you never said anything that we're exclusive. You, you never said anything. So, you know, I guess you're doing your thing, you know, talking to other people and I am too. And if they really like you, they're going to say to you, I don't want you seeing other people. And then that's how you get to that next level. But you should not have to go to them. They should make it known that they just want to be with you exclusively. And they're going to want to do that if they feel that you're a person of value, if they feel that they're going to lose you to somebody else, okay? Let me tell you something. If somebody doesn't care, let's say you've been dating somebody. If somebody doesn't care that you're dating someone else, that person is not all into you and you should not be all into them either. Then it's time to look elsewhere because if they don't care, that you're dating other people or that you're dating and you've gone out with them, let's say a couple of times, then that person is not all into you and you just got to make a mental note of that. You could still date them if you want to waste your time, okay? Or 
you say to yourself, you know, this person is really not all into me because it's not bothering them that I'm dating other people. So this is not somebody that generally, you know, is going to flow into something serious. People know right away. And that's another thing I want to bring up. People know right away if they're going to hit it off or they're not. Okay. Most people with a relationship, you know, they move towards that serious relationship. If you ask them, they knew right from the start, right from the start, sometimes right from the first date, from the first date, they talked for hours and it just flowed. When it's right, it just flows. It doesn't take a lot of work because you connect with that person in such a great way. You just want to see more and more of them. You just want to be around that person more and more. It just flows. And that's how you know you got the right one in a lot of cases. I mean, you got to date somebody for a while, you guys. You got to date somebody for, you know, a year to, to really know what you're dealing with. Sometimes you don't even know somebody after a year. You find out things later on. But people know right away if, if you know, they're going to hit it off with somebody. And this is somebody that I could have a long-term relationship with. And then you have people that really, you know, don't know what they're doing and they think that they're going to hit it off with the person, but it was just a lust thing. That's why you got to have conversation and get to know the person and see if you and that person can connect in conversation. You got to ask yourself, could I sleep with this person, wake up the next day with this person and be able to spend the whole day with that person? If the answer is no, like you can't just sit there and, and have a conversation with that person and have no physical conversation with that person, that is not a match. If you can't date that person and not, you know, and, and you have to get physical with them every time and you can't just be in a room with them and just have, you know, no physical contact or anything like that, that is a red flag that all you have is a lust thing, okay? You wanna make sure that there's something more, how to build that attraction. I hope that helps you guys. If it did, please hit the subscribe button and share and have a great day. Are you having a problem in your dating or relationship life and you need a question answered? Well, go to my website. The link is in the podcast description and you'll see how you can ask Yaz a question and get it answered confidentially. So go to the podcast description and look for the link where it talks about how Yaz will answer your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about my two books that are on Amazon, okay? You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. The first book is Regain Your Power. If you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner has all the control in the relationship, maybe you're walking around on eggshells, you're afraid to approach them, it's going to tell you how to regain your power and, and be happy in the relationship, okay? And what you may be doing wrong, and that's why your partner has all the control in the relationship. The other book is he's signs he's not into you, he's wasting your time. 
There's a lot of people that are dating someone or in a relationship with somebody who's not really vested in the relationship. And we, we often are confused as to whether our partner really likes us or is into us or wants a future with us. And this book is going to give you signs and red flags of whether your partner is into you or he's just basically drifting and wasting your time. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything. And check it out. It may help you. Okay? And have a great day. Thank you.